Welcome to The Hammer, where we hit the nail on the head with insights from the world of Canadian renovation and custom home contracting. Welcome to The Hammer. For this episode, I am joined by Owen Thompson and Marilena Trocarico from Desjardins Reno Assistance to discuss their annual renovation intention survey results and what these results can teach contractors. We also chat about strategies for navigating renovations in today's economy and climate. Without further ado, welcome Owen and Marilena. Tell us a bit about yourselves and your experience in the contractor world. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Hi Caitlin. Can you hear Perfect. So, okay, I can I can uh, kind of give you my experience and and, and um, introduce myself. So, I'm Owen Thompson, an account manager, a contractor account manager for Rental Assistance in Ontario. Um, my experience in terms of of uh, renovations has has originally come from my time as a real estate agent. So, you know, there would be times where um, my clients were prepping their houses for sale and obviously come in and, and, and kind of give it a refresh, um, but kind of more intensely when I had clients that were, you know, looking to buy fixer uppers and trying to get an understanding of kind of what those costs would be in order to get the house up to, you know, a certain level that they felt comfortable living in. And so, you know, that's kind of more of a kind of intense um uh, process obviously, um, and that kind of determines kind of what the what they're going to end up paying for the house or what they're willing to pay for the house. Um, and then you know, uh, kind of later on, as I got into kind of real estate investing, um, taking a look at you know having to renovate you know uh, properties, turning single family homes into kind of multifamily homes, um, and kind of all the kind of project management that goes into that was really kind of a, an eye opener as to kind of. Um, taking a look at timelines and understanding, you know, um, you know, how things have to be done in a proper order, permitting and that type of thing. But I would say that definitely my biz biggest exposure has been with rental assistance in terms of learning from the contractor side of things, what goes into kind of having a successful project when it comes to timelines, when it comes to nuances related to um if you look at uh, kind of labor costs and and, and uh, increasing material costs, that type of thing, um, again, permitting, understanding kind of what goes into making sure that uh, a project kind of ends successfully. So I, I think rental assistance has really given an open my eye out and really understand um, what the contractor um, has to go through in order to kind of have a successful project. Yeah, that sounds like a very uh, interesting and well-rounded experience. What about you, Marilena? What's your experience? Well, I um, I studied in interior design, and so I worked in the field for about a little over 15 years doing residential and commercial projects, which uh, permitted me to work closely with contractors on site. Um, so, you know, direct contact uh, uh, on a constant basis. Uh, then in 2019, I began working at Renault Assistance as a renovation advisor. So I mostly specialized in uh, accompanying customers with home extensions. So we would be reading the plans, evaluating budgets, as well as finding the right fit between the customer and the contractor for each project. So um, in that position, my, my job also consisted on me speaking directly with the contractors to give them all of you know, the information regarding the project and give them a better understanding of the customers. So you know, to, for them to get the best first contact to win the projects. And then I transferred into marketing and am there now with Renault Assistance. I'm the spokesperson and renovation expert. So I share information 
tips, advice through conferences, webinars, podcasts such as this one, and um, mostly through video creations that are shared on our website, social media, and platforms. So this is how um, I, I've been embedded in the renovation world and in contact with contractors. That sounds like another very well-rounded sort of experience in the in the contractor world. Um, could you touch on what Reno Assistance does um, and how it benefits benefits its contractor partners? For sure. So um, Reno Assistance is essentially a, a online platform, right, which takes looks at take a look at uh, connecting uh, home and business owners with kind of qualified, vetted, uh, and licensed contractors. Um, so our aim is to really. Uh, match each project with the appropriate contractor, right? So when contractors sign up with us, um, when we onboard them, we get an understanding of the types of projects they feel comfortable doing, um, that they have expertise in doing. Um, and then when a, you know, when, when a potential lead comes in, we're taking a look at matching all of the various criteria that a client might have so that we can make sure that it really hits the strong, the strong points of that contractor's capabilities. Um, Essentially, also, we also take a look at simplifying the coding process. Um, so a lot of times when um, potential customers are taking a look at, you know, three quotes or what have you, there might be a, a slight difference in price um, and they don't understand kind of what is included in one quote versus another. Right. So what we try to do is um, with our uh, renovation advisors, really get help them understand exactly what's included in the quotes um, so that they are. Uh, comparing apples to apples and just kind of like Marilena said when you know when she was an advisor they're kind of walking them through that process um, so that they don't feel that they're on their own they you know we do have clients that are kind of renovation um, experts let's say we'll say experts in terms of they've done renovations before they know what to expect um, but a lot of times we do get um uh, those that are kind of new to renovations, don't know exactly what to expect, don't know exactly what they need in order to get the process rolling. Um, so that's kind of where we come in and get things uh, rolling for them. Um, so yeah, so that's that's basically what Renault Assistance does. Yeah, so and I... If, if, I, if I may add to that, uh, Caitlin, you know, we when the customer uh, comes to us, we ask all the right questions. So uh, they're ready to move forward. So the the contractor, when he goes to meet with the customer, uh, they know that they're serious and they're ready for the renovation project. So mm -hmm. we don't only guide the customer through the renovation journey, but the contractor as well. So it helps them improve their service, uh, you know, sending them the projects that are that they are qualified for. And for the contractor, it's very beneficial because they know that they're not running around doing quotes for customers that just want a, a basic idea. They are actually ready to move forward with their project. So it's very beneficial for them. Yeah, I was just going to add um, that it kind of seems like you're you're sort of backing up the the contractors that are a part of this program um, to like exactly like you said, Marilena. Um, sort of give them a, an extra sort of support in the sense that they're not just going to be running around giving quotes and, and maybe, you know, not fulfilling any sort of real work or jobs. Um, you're sort of sending them there to fulfill what they need to be, what needs to be done on the project. Um, so that sounds like a, a great program. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think it's, it's, um, it benefits them because it's, we, we do, uh, the, like, the, like Marilena said, like the questions that we ask are, you know, kind of, uh, really, really intense in terms of getting to the bottom of kind of the motivation behind the work, you know, scope, that type of thing. Um, so, you know, uh, what we're trying to do is really um, get to those who are, are really serious about getting the work done. Um, those that are 
you know, especially in this market, you know, where um, interest rates are rising, people are unsure about kind of major expenditures. Um, what we'll do is, you know, there are people that are that are, you know, mainly price shopping, kicking the tires, let's say, um, and we can help them get an understanding of kind of rough prices of um, general projects that they're looking for in specific markets. Um, but we can handle that. Um, we don't need to pass it on to our contractor partners because, again, um, you know, these particular clients are not ready yet in order to move forward. So, you know, we'll we'll help nurture them, get them to that point. And when they are ready, um, you know, then we can pass it on to our contractor partners. Yeah, that sounds like a, uh, a, a great sort of program, because like I said before, uh, you're helping these contractors do what they're meant to be doing and, and not sort of dealing with sort of the paperwork beforehand. Absolutely. Um, yeah, which is wonderful. Exactly. Yeah. So Reno Assistance released the results for its annual renovation intention survey. Can you share a bit about the findings uh, from that survey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so basically what we did um, is we surveyed just over a thousand um, respondents. And so for them to qualify uh, for this particular study, uh, they would have to have owned at least one property uh, and then plan to do a renovation of at least a renovation or maintenance project of at least $5,000 over the next three years. And so what we found, which is really interesting, is that, you know, 66% uh, of homeowners plan to do a rental in the next three years. Um, which is, you know, pretty high considering what's happening um, in the marketplace right now. 82% um, are planning to do interior rentals with 40% also um, understanding uh, or looking to undertake exterior rentals. So there is um, an overlap where there's there's some folks that are actually looking to do interior and exterior rentals. Um 40% of those that are planning to do a project say that they'll start within the next 12 months, uh, with 60% pushing out those projects over a year. So, you know, what we're taking a look, so basically what's behind that is for those that are kind of extending out those project timelines, there's specific reasons as to why, and that kind of shows up in the survey. So kind of, you know, top one is that, you know, they feel that they have an insufficient budget for the project that they want to do. Um, there's a higher cost of materials, which, you know, obviously kind of our contractor listeners can can understand and agree with because they've, they've seen it kind of, you know, firsthand. And then also there's kind of the changing economic and real estate climate, right? So obviously, you know, with interest rates rising, um, the cost of borrowing going up, uh, there's not a lot of people that are looking to make, you know, major uh, project outlays, right, in terms of, of dollar value. So, you know, there's a little bit of, of hesitation in terms of moving forward. So that's kind of why they're pushing it out over, uh, over that kind of 12-month period. Um, also, uh, it seems like kind of the, it's going to be look at smaller budgets over the next uh, year, year and a half, where it's going to be the average project cost looks to be about $40,000 um, with kind of 50,000, like under $50,000 being 82% sorry, of um, respondents saying that their projects, they figure will be under $50,000. Um, so if you kind of think about it with costs going up, um, with interest rates going up, the products that are going to be done are going to be smaller because people are going to be using their savings as opposed to um, opening up a line of credit or boring up against their uh, their homes, right? Because interest rates have almost doubled um, since, I guess, last spring, right? So it makes sense that these smaller projects are going to be kind of the main kind of way forward over the next year and a half or so. Um, but these smaller projects do kind of offer 
uh, a business development opportunity for contractors, right? Um, it introduces the contractors, um, introduces these contractors um, to, you know, products that could lead to essentially expanding scope, right? So if you start with a client who has a smaller budget right now, um, there's a potential that, you know, once you get in there, they see the work that you've done, that project um, can expand, right? To, to different rooms, different uh, additional projects based on kind of, you know, them seeing exactly what you've done. Um, again, future work, right? So although they might not have a big budget now, kind of going forward, you know, a year from now, a year and a half from now, when they want to, you know, continue on with the project, uh, with a larger project, you know, they've seen what you've done, they've had that experience with you, um, right? And then obviously, you know, if you do a good job, um, there are potential for referral to friends and family, obviously, you know, um, again, they've seen you do the work, they've talked to their friends um, and family and their friends and family, you know, want that kind of comfort in knowing that they've seen you do the work, they've know somebody who's had that experience uh, working with you. Um, and when you take a look at, so within the survey, we took a look at, you know, how clients are choosing contractors. Um, and so basically it's when you take a look at kind of the, the kind of top reasons as to how they're choosing contractors, um, kind of the, one of the most important criterion is that there's a word of mouth essentially coming, especially coming from those that, uh, you know, clients trust, right? So friends and family, um, and also taking a look at uh, having a history with that, with the contractor, right? So again, you've done a project for that, for a client um, or, um, somebody knows of somebody you've done some work for you, how they have a history with you. So it's, it's, it's making it easier for them to make that decision because they feel comfortable in knowing that the, uh, the project will be done correctly. Um, so that's kind of the main, that's, those are kind of the main things that we found, um, in the survey. So it's really just kind of getting an understanding that obviously the economy is kind of playing um, a part in the decision-making that people are, are around, having around their renovation projects. Um, but it's it's not to despair about. It really presents an opportunity for contractors to really get in there um, and kind of, you know, make a name for themselves for kind of future projects. Yeah, it seems like uh, one of the biggest findings from this survey is the importance of building relationships and, yeah. and sort of communications with with your customers because like you said if you, you start small and they really like what you've done uh you'll be top of mind when you know some bigger project comes along or when they're like you said neighbor friend family member uh wants something done as well yeah. uh, I'm, I'm sure that those recommendations go a long way absolutely that's awesome thank you for sharing that um how can customers prepare for contractors are there any steps or recommendations that you would uh have to, for before calling a contractor I can take this one, Owen. Is that okay? Yeah, for sure. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there are many steps uh, that uh, should and must be taken uh, from a, a customer before calling a contractor. And of course, you know, the steps are different between every project because some scopes of work are bigger than others. Uh, we do have a checklist on our website so uh, that we, we offer our customers to exactly know what the steps to take before, during, and after a renovation. So, you know, Overall, look, if, uh, uh, you know, what we advise our customers first is to identify your needs uh, before anything else. I mean, your musts and your wishes. So that way you, and it's actually write them down. So you know exactly what it is you're looking for. So let's say we take an example for a kitchen. Uh, you know, do you want an open concept? If that's the case, uh, do I need an engineer? 
Uh, do I want a new island? Do I need more storage? So on and so forth. So as you establish your needs, uh, it is you'll be ready when the contractor comes to meet with you to explain exactly what the project consists of. Uh, then, most important, my, maybe my design background is going to give an extra push on this aspect, is to really know what type of look you are looking for. You know, having been a designer, so many times customers have no idea. They like, uh, you know, so many different materials, but they don't match together. So get inspired by a mood board, saving pictures and inspiration so you can really guide the contractor in, in showing him exactly, him or her, exactly what it is you're looking for. So that's another thing. Prepare a mood board, get your inspirational picture. So, you know, the the, the type of design, is it modern, uh, you know, traditional, contemporary, so on and so forth. Uh, establish a budget. Um, so even if you're not sure what it might cost, what is your maximum? If you were thinking, you know, I don't want to spend more than, I don't know, giving a ballpark 70000 for my for my kitchen. Establish what it is that you're looking for. So that way you can target your design accordingly. And obviously, if finding is uh, is uh, in uh, it, it, you need financing well to get approved so you are ready to move forward so if there's plans that need to be get done as well best to to have at least a first preliminary now we know that a lot of contractors offer the plans as well but you know we do tell the customer that you do have the option to work with an architect or an uh, a designer an interior designer or, or a, a technologist to get your plans done so that way the contract knows exactly what they are quoting on. So uh, one way or another, it is good to have a preliminary plan to introduce to the contractor. So once all of these steps are done, uh, verify with your municipality if you are allowed to uh, do the project that you have in mind. Just to give you an example, often you know we get customers who want to convert their basement into apartments, but certain areas don't permit it or there are certain restrictions. So once you have that information, sometimes contractors are going to accompany the customer in getting this information, but the more you have, the more the contractor is going to be, um, uh, you know, will know what it is he needs to, he or she needs to quote on. So if you are ready, the contractor will feel much more motivated to take a project on with a customer that is ready, serious, and prepared. And the contractor will also know that they are not wasting their time preparing endless quotes for customers that have no idea what they want. So this is that added value that rental assistance does for our contractors is that we do all of this work for them. So that way when they meet the customer, uh, they are ready to give it a go. That sounds, uh, that sounds very, it's, it just sounds like, you know, have a lot of foresight into and being realistic is sort of the, the two main things you need to do before calling somebody. Um, and like you said, rental assistance, helping with that, I'm sure is a big burden off of uh, contractors and, you know, homeowners or people who are wishing to do renovation shoulders. Um, so that's great. Yes, it is. And Caitlin, may I add that, you know, when customers come with us with a preliminary plan, the advisors do that first step for the contractor. So, you know, we look at the plans with the customer, give them an assessment of what the budget would be for this type of project. So, you know, and we ask them the question, what do you think your project is worth? And if we see that they lowball it way too low, well, that's where we know that the customer is not ready to move forward. We make sure that they get the financing so the contractor doesn't waste its time. 
Yeah, absolutely. I feel like also for uh, first time home buyers as well, it, it can be a little bit of a daunting task because I think Owen mentioned before, there are these <laughs> renovation sort of experts or people who have had renovations before who maybe have a little bit more of a clue of, you know, sort of the processes and steps. But if this is your first time doing a renovation or your first time owning a home and you even just want to do sort of some sort of smaller renovation, um, I can see why rental assistance would be helpful in just even helping navigate the complex world of renovations. Yes, yeah, and managing their expectations. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, what trends are we seeing between homeowners and their homes? Um, well, you know, funny enough, it kind of matches. We see a little bit of what's happening with the survey, but surprisingly, we still have seen some uh, scopes of work that were bigger than what the survey has said. So, uh, what we're seeing mostly is that. Um, uh, people are wanting to change or improve the inside of their homes, uh, basically, uh, you know, using every little lost corner, especially since the pandemic and working mm -hmm. from home. Uh, you know, people have been feeling that they needed upgrades or needed a little bit more space. So uh, instead of going towards the home extension, which is a much more, you know, costly and uh, big renovation, we're improving what we already have. So conversions of main floors. We're also seeing uh, basement changes to accommodate teenagers and young adults who can't afford housing right now. So, you know, uh, extra bathrooms in the basement, extra bedrooms or kitchenettes. Those are, are very popular and trend right now. Um, obviously, anything that's maintenance, exterior maintenance and improvements, uh, you know, the, I think that people got a little bit scared during the pandemic and with, you know, the prices rising and inflation and whatnot. And things are starting to be reestablished. And I, I guess by realizing also that prices are not going to go back down, you know, all of the new buyers that bought during the pandemic, there was a boom of, of, of buying and selling. So these people waited to do their rentals and now all of a sudden they decided to move forward. So the fact that, you know, materials are starting to become, become a little bit more stable, uh, stable, uh, the labor prices are not going down. So people are adjusting to this new reality. So uh, that's what we see in trend. And, you know, what we encourage to tell people, like contractors are more available now, right? So it, it's it's a good time to renovate because they are available and they are a little bit more competitive. Uh, so any renovation that enhances the value of your home is always a great idea, such as kitchens, you know, extra bedrooms, extra bathrooms. So, um, you know, good time to renovate. Yeah, you made a good point there when you said sort of adjusting expectations, because um, I think the whole world is still sort of in this post-COVID era where things aren't the way they were before the pandemic and things are not the way, obviously, they were during it. Uh, so we're kind of trying to establish this new norm. Um, and I think that the contracting world and, and, you know, the construction world in general has been impacted by that equally uh, as anybody else. For sure. And I think there's definitely, you know, like Marilena said, there was a lot of, you know, um, people that were kind of hesitant over the pandemic to get that work done. But there's the pent up demand also kept contractors extremely busy um, over the pandemic. Right. So, you know, getting contractors to come in and, and, and fulfill those projects was, it was really tough. But as things start to open up now, um, you know, there seems to be, like Marilena said, a greater opportunity um, to get, you know, uh, you know, high level contractors come in and complete those jobs where they, you know, they wouldn't have time to do that in the past. So like Melana said, very good time to kind of move forward. Um, that pent up demand now is, you know, in terms of looking at the larger projects, you know, a lot of what we're seeing is it was those that 
you know, we're planning to do that work, you know, last year or the year before, but, you know, scheduling, that type of thing really pushed it into this year. So I think a lot of the big projects um, that we're seeing are as a result of now, you know, contractors having that time in order to take on those projects versus kind of those that are, you know, decided this year um, to do those projects and, and take on big projects. I think those people that are kind of made that decision, you know, recently, um, I think it's still going to be a little bit of time before they're ready to to move forward with those larger projects. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so what are some strategies for navigating the current economy uh, as it sort of relates to these renovation projects? Yeah, so I think it goes back to kind of what, what, I, what I was saying before as it relates to taking on smaller projects when, you know, in the past, obviously, you know, with the larger projects available, um, there wasn't as much motivation to take on these smaller projects. Um, but I do think, again, it presents an opportunity uh, for contractors to, um, you know, kind of get their name out there and show the quality of work, um, you know, that they can do. And again, that gets passed around, um, especially, you know, if you and I've seen it before where, you know, you get into a neighborhood, a contractor does a good job for somebody, and then the neighbor comes by and takes a look and says, you know, uh, you know, who did that for you, right? And then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the, the uh, you know, all the neighbors on that street are taking a look at having some work done and, and it grows from there. Um, so I say definitely, you know, take a look at remaining open to these, these smaller projects. And also, you know, uh, Many of the contractors that we work with are working as project managers, right? So they have subcontracted labor. They have large um, uh, teams of, of laborers. So you want to make sure that you're also keeping them busy, right? So these large projects might not be, you know, uh, in huge abundance right now. But these smaller projects, although you might not be making a huge profit on them, it keeps your guys busy. It keeps them, you know, um, you know, ready to go when you do have these these larger projects that are coming down the pipe. Um, and then also. You know, I know it's a competitive market out there, uh, much more than it was has been over the last couple of years. Um, but like in terms of quoting, you know, uh, you know, try not to shortchange yourself, right? Um, you know, make sure that you are, you know, you're covering your costs. You're not kind of cutting corners um, in terms of pricing, right? And you know, and having like really, really tight margins because, you know, as your you know contractor listeners knows, things can go wrong, especially in older homes. Things pop up, prices go up, and then you know, um, you know, customers it'll get that shell shock, that sticker shock of, okay, actually it's going to be this amount based on the fact we have to kind of rectify this current situation of an older home. Um, so I think you know, just making sure that again. You know, you're 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 covering your costs. You know, you leave a little bit of a you know contingency, just to you know to 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 make sure that overall that renovation experience is is a pleasant one. And you know, again, this works as a, a an opportunity for you to grow your client base. And then when they're ready, um, you know, you can take on these larger projects and kind of get back to business as usual. Yeah, a couple of good points there. Uh, well, I mean, the, the whole the whole comment was good, but uh, it's interesting that you say keeping keeping your your crews busy, um, mm. because I can imagine that you know, not that you're going to be out of practice because it's it's what you're doing for a living, but you know, staying sharp and learning these new these new things, even on these smaller projects, um, I'm sure is very lucrative in the long run, because uh, it there's no better way to learn than hands on learning. Um, so actually getting out there and doing even you know the smallest of renovation. Uh, I feel like is is a is a good call for uh, any company, really. Yeah, and it's a little bit of workforce management as well, right? So again, if you're working as a project manager, 
you know, some of these subcontracted trades, they're, you know, they're kind of individual, you know, contractors, right? Um, so, you know, they're going to go where the work is, right? And even though, you, you know, a lot of the project managers that we work with have kind of dedicated crews that, you know, do the work, only the work that they send them, if, you know, things start to dry up, you know, there's, there's going to be, you know, a need for them to pick up work elsewhere, right? And then that can kind of conflict with, you know, scheduling for your future projects, right? So if you can keep them busy on, you know, work that you're sending them again you're managing your workforce keeping them busy um you know uh you know just just making sure that again everybody's happy and ready to take on more business as things start to open up yeah absolutely um so we're hearing a lot about net zero and net zero ready homes does reno assistance contractors utilize any tools to help towards this initiative um well Reno Assistance does share um, a lot of information about saving energy and, uh, you know, making the right choices and finishings for uh, improving around the home and whatever it is that helps energy. So, you know, we do articles and and, and post a lot on our uh, social media regarding this topic. Uh, we do like to encourage and inform people about these options that you know don't only help the environment, but it are also beneficial for them on a long run in saving energy and money. Uh, you know, in general, I think any good contractor, uh, you know, during the demolition or during the project will catch on during a renovation. You know, let's say if the insulation of the house needs improving, so they will encourage their customers to install better and more efficient insulation or energy saving doors and windows or improve anything that's existing for energy loss. Uh, you know, roof insulation, fix the cracks, so on and so forth. But, you know, if we go further in your question, Caitlin, about the full net zero home service that that op that would be offered by contractors, it's, you know, it's still fairly a new concept, even if solar panels have existed for quite some time now. I don't think that the demand is still strong enough for contractors to specifically specialize in that uh, type of building. Unfortunately, because, you know, we like to see it more and more, uh, you know, we hope that more contractors are going to take that route, but they're hard to find. And, you know, if if there are some, give us a call because <laughs> we would like to have a few on our team. We do have some, but not many, uh, but we do get some requests for them. And unfortunately, sometimes we got to, you know, turn over the, the customer and, uh, you know, refuse the project because we don't have enough uh, competition on that level. But hopefully this is the future for for a, a new way of building because I think that the planet needs it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think it's a it's a very you know hot topic in the the construction world right now. Um, but looking at the actual logistics and and realities of it is is a different thing than the sort of the trends. Um, can you tell me a little bit about Reno Assistance fifty three point verification and what that process means for contractors? Yeah, so I could take that. So as, as the contractor account manager, um, I'm, you know, partially responsible for kind of, uh, you know, onboarding new contractors, assigning them to the verification process. So when we say 53 points of verification, there's a number of background checks that we do um, to really understand that and make sure that these contractors, you know, do uh, kind of meet our minimum standards, right, in terms of, of being onboarded um, by rental assistance. So I won't go through all 53 because there's a bunch of them. Um, but the kind of the main ones in terms of kind of the minimal things that we need um, when looking at onboarding a contractor is really taking a look at, you know, uh, 
are they incorporated or do they have a master business license um, from the province of Ontario? Right. Uh, so that really allows us to see that they've taken, a, uh, you know, that step to legitimacy and 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 really kind of moving that business forward. Um, and then also taking a look at if they have uh, liability insurance. Right. So we require those that work with us um, to have liability of liability insurance of at least two million dollars in, in general coverage. Um, and then we do kind of a high level financial check. Right. So we find that obviously, you know, um, those that come to us. Uh, that look that are looking to have work done. Obviously, they want to know that you know um, you know the contracts that they work with are licensed, that they have a you know a good track record of completing projects in a you know in a in a uh, in a in a proper way. Um, but one of the main things that they're concerned about is making sure that the co contractors that they're working with um, are financially stable, right? Because you know a lot of times you know you're, it's a big outlay of money. Um, for these projects, even if you're looking at a forty to fifty thousand dollar project, right? Um, and generally, you know, there's going to be an ask um, for a deposit, rather to either secure materials or secure a start date, right? And they want to make sure that um, that contractor is still going to be around in you know in a month when it's time to start that project. So, you know, we do do those you know kind of standard checks to make sure um, you know that you know you know there's been kind of no um, kind of you know recent bankruptcies or kind of, you know, consumer judgments or anything like that. So these are kind of the kind of key points that we look at. And then obviously we take a look at references, right? You know, we're, you know, we will ask that you provide references for the type of work that you want to see from rental assistance. You know, we will follow up with those references and just get an understanding of, you know, how that project went from their point of view, um, you know, they, in terms of kind of timelines and budget and, you know, um, you know, they do the things that they promised to do. Are you happy with the work, right? Is this something that you would refer to family and friends? You know, these are the type of things that allow us to get to the bottom of, is this the right contractor, um, you know, that we we want to send out to, to our clients? And we try to make sure that we do that due diligence with all the contractors that we work with. Yeah, and we do it on an ongoing basis as well. It's not like the verification is done one time and it's, it's on an ongoing basis. So if there is a, a, a you know, a, a change in their financial health situation Well, you know, we help them and guiding them and maybe just in a little short period of time, giving them smaller budgets because, you know, contractors have to remember that being on our platform, uh, it does not only, you know, it's not there to reassure only the customer, but it protects the contractor as well because, uh, you know, if ever their insurance is out of date or whatever, our system is sophisticated enough to give us a red flag so we can advise the contractor saying, hey, you know what, let's get your papers in order so they're, they're protected as well. And by them being honest and legit, uh, it, you know, it's the only way to grow and expand in this type of in, the, in this type of industry, because as you burn bridges, as you go and you burn bridges, it's harder to succeed in, in the renovation world. So we are there to protect them as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've, um, excuse me, I think we've all seen in the media, uh, you know, a story about the contractor who took the money and left the job. And, mm -hmm. Well, I know mm -hmm. that that is probably a rarity, um, you know, sort of in this world, it is a reality as well. Um, and so I think a program like Reno Assist, again, like you said, it's it's providing protection and guidance to the contractor. And it's also doing that for uh, their potential and future customers as well, knowing that these people have been vetted and, you know, looked at very thoroughly, um, I'm sure is comforting to just to everybody. And like you said, Marilena, um, having having this be sort of an ongoing verification process and not something that's just one and done, um, I'm sure mm -hmm. is very important. So yeah, thank you for bo both for sharing that. Mm -hmm. um, where can people learn more about Reno Assistance? 
Uh, well, renoassistance.ca, we've got, uh, you know, a, a, a beautiful website that gives all kinds of information and you can actually go directly on the website to fill up a form if you do have a, a, you, you have a request for, for a project. Uh, they can also follow us on Facebook, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel to get all kinds of information about us or simply call us 1-888-670-9742. Thank you. Uh, thank you both so much for joining me on The Hammer today. Uh, it's been a pleasure to chat with both of you. Um, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, Kaylin. Thanks for having us. No problem. Take care. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Hammer. You can find episodes online at CanadianContractor.com or subscribe on your favorite podcasting service. The Hammer is presented by Canadian Contractor Magazine. Contractor Magazine.